This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB. Before we jump into this episode, we want to thank Scraping the Coast, our title sponsor. We just passed STC 20th anniversary. Their next event with the Scraping the Coast umbrella is going to be Bayou Showdown. That is the weekend before Thanksgiving in Slidell, Louisiana. Be there. OLP is there every year. We have a great time. We love the show. Bayou Showdown for more. And A few people have asked me, I think that they had a challenge with their Facebook event page. It does show canceled, but just to be clear, the show is not canceled. There was some sort of issue with Facebook there, and Bayou Showdown is on. And of course, after that, their next event will be Orange Beach Invasion. That'll be next March in Orange Beach, Alabama. Stick with us through the end of this episode. We got uh, Mike and I's all-new audio from this week. We talked to DJ Mays, his awesome wife, Amanda, Diggity Dom, and then we roll into a classic episode with K-Daddy, also known as Kyle Gann. Stay on the rise. Enjoy the episode. Yo, 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 yo. It's our Lifestyle Podcast, episode 300. I cannot believe it. Thanks to everyone that's continued to rock with us here on OLP, our Lifestyle Podcast. And uh, thanks. You know, it's been seven years, and how ironic is it that we're passing go, that start-finish line, seven years almost to the date that I created Podbean for OLP? And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in this episode. Now, I do uh, obviously understand you guys are scratching your head going, where's Mickey Mike the mayor? Well, guess what? He's out gallivanting. He is on vacation. The guy takes more vacations than anybody I know, and uh, so happy for him out there with uh, his friends and fam, chilling, doing the damn thing. Of course, I'm here grinding, getting stuff done, and uh, I'm not on vacation this week. I did have a long three-day weekend. I'll talk a little bit about it, and dude, just stoked to be back with another week. We've crossed the three-and-a-half-year mark of straight Fridays. I can't believe it. Sometimes I scratch my head going, how can we (laughs) produce this much content? We've obviously slowed up a little bit for the summer, but we really, if you think about it, we really haven't taken our foot off the the throttle too much because I've still continued to come with new content, still piecing it together, still getting it out, and uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, You did hear at the top, we want to thank Custom Car Show Productions, uh, including Scraping the Coast, our family just finished Scraping the Coast 2022, which was the 20th anniversary their next event under that umbrella is going to be Bayou Showdowns coming the weekend before Thanksgiving in November, of course, Slidell, Louisiana. You want to be there if you're in or around the area or you want to come down to the south kind of as start to move into that winter time, depending on where you live, uh, come on down. Slidell, Louisiana, OLP is there every year. We love the event. Sean Randall. Uh, and the whole Custom Car Show production team does a great job. So uh, we really appreciate um, all the support from those uh, fine folks. Now, episode 300 is a milestone episode. So, you know, sometimes I, I tend to think 
that uh, you know Mike takes these vacations because he's shaking in his boots. Um, he doesn't want to answer the questions. And how ironic is it that we are on episode 300 and Mike's out? Uh, of course, if you're keeping um, track, I think he's down to like a half a tick mark in his binder. And if he misses another question, he's going to have to start paying $100 to the OLP fund, non-refundable, of course. So, you know, it made me think of, uh, we just passed the anniversary, rest in peace, Craig Mack. He dropped, back in the day, Flava in Your Ear. I love the remix. Who does it when Biggie comes out? And he says, uh, you know, he starts his verse, but then he goes, more guns than roses, foes is shaking in their boots, invisible bully like the gooch. And we're not talking about Gooch in our scene that does the custom painting. We're talking about Gooch. If you guys didn't know that bar, the Gooch was a character, of course, on the sitcom Different Strokes. Now, here's the ironic thing. He was a classmate of Arnold's who used to pick on him. Although mentioned frequently, the Gooch was never seen on camera. Hence, he's, quote, the invisible bully. So if that doesn't give you goosebumps, I mean, some of you guys know it. Some of you don't. I love those little tie-ins to hip-hop and pop culture. I watched the show growing up, but as I got a little bit older and I was you know, listening to it and reading the lyrics, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 it makes sense. So uh, pretty cool stuff. But that's my little tidbit for this episode. But episode 300, here's what we're going to do. We do have a jam-packed agenda, believe it or not, even with Miggity Mike the Mayor slipping like a, like a transmission, okay? This episode, you guys know how we love to do our milestone guests, right? I have been trying for a while, and he's a busy guy, right? This is just the way podcasting goes. Sometimes you, you get them done, and sometimes they take a little bit longer, right? It's kind of like Trailer Park Boys. You know, Ricky's dad said, it's the way of the road. Sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't, right? But on this episode, if all goes well and the stars align, we will have audio with the famed Brian Gendro. He's an OG in our scene, really needs no introduction and um, it's right on the heels of the Negative Camber 30th anniversary that was held at Slamboree last weekend. So congrats to all the NC listeners out there, all the, the fam, uh, Mrs. Hallowell, all the OGs, all the the new members. Um, I heard Donnie Domino got patched in uh, to the Florida chapter at Slamboree. So congrats again, new school, old school, you name it. Uh, so many good folks. That's the plan, Okay. Now, I will tell you, Brian is very busy. He's got a lot going on. I have communicated with him via text and stuff like that. And he is out in California right now, so we got the time difference. I'm trying to be as flexible as possible to get it done. And he is a, he's a great guy, man. I'm super excited. You guys know we've kind of hinted at this a couple times. I tend not to really put it too far out there because I don't want to jinx ourselves, right? I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the next episode, and then, boom, can't link up. That's the way it goes. But if it goes that way, we'll have Brian Gendro, the legend. I got so much to talk about with him. If for whatever reason that does not happen, possibility, right? Then we will go with the theme, 300 episodes and recorded. All right, little spinoff NWA, the EP, 100 Miles and Running, one of my favorite EPs of all time. And uh, that's what we'll go with. So we'll have to see, man. Now, for you youngins out there, um, EP is like extended play. So um, when you think about, you know, nowadays 
God, you sound, I sound so old saying nowadays in our day we had this, but in our day we had CDs, we had cassettes, you had what they called an album. LP stands for long play. In the past, it was synonymous with standardized 12-inch diameter uh, phonographic record played at a speed, believe it or not, 33.3 RPMs. Today, it simply refers to basically a full-length album. We all know that. The time duration of which varies widely. Okay, You'll have some albums that you know are longer than others. Now, how um, long is an LP? In the past, you know, we could fit around twenty-two or fifteen to twenty-two minutes of a high-quality audio per side on a twelve-inch vinyl that played at thirty-three RPMs. That meant a full LP would range in thirty to you know forty-four minutes. An EP stands for, as I said a minute ago, extended play. In the past and really present, the label signifies the release of a mini album, one that is like kind of longer than a single, but typically about half the length of a full LP. So. I don't know where that's coming from, but again, if we go with the theme 300 episodes and recording, a little spinoff NWA, again, as I said, the 100 miles and running, that was an EP, extended play, that was not a full album. So really, NWA had two albums, and they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How dope is that? So in addition to that, we are going to, fingers crossed, on later this week, call Randy Frederick. He's been on the podcast before. Tim and Todd, brothers, all NC Florida, OG NC Florida. We're talking 25-plus years. They have something special uh, that's going on that, that they're partaking in. I know uh, Tim, shout-out to Tim. He was just that slamboree, man. He did a turn and burn. This guy's no stranger to getting on the damn road and doing the damn thing. So tip of the cap to the NC fellas. We'll try to link up with them a little bit later. They may end up listening to this on a cross-country trip. Randy, if you're behind the wheel, keep them toothpicks in the eyes, dude, and pull over, get you a couple five-hour energy drinks. Uh, Speaking of that, recently I was joking around, and I said, where's Magnet been? And, of course, Magnet listened, and I appreciate him. And uh, he let me know that he had opened his own business, and I've kind of been following some of that. And uh, he, he gave a big salute to everyone. Of course, I was just ribbing him a little bit. But glad to see the success there and a lot of good kinfolk in the NC Florida chapter. The overview of episode 300 is brought to you by Graphics Mafia. We've said time and time again, if you need to replenish your stickers, maybe you need a logo for your truck club logo, or you're going to SEMA or you know someone going to SEMA and they're in a crunch and they need the stickers to promote all of those awesome sponsors. Hit up Graphics Mafia, G-R-A-P-H-I-X, Mafia.com. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, you can send them a DM, and they'll take care of you. Ask for Hey Buddy or Riggedy Ryan. Now, the last episode recap, basically where we're at is we we re-ran the Kyle Gann audio, and the importance of this is we have continued to pick up listeners, people find us uh, now without using copyrighted music, all of that stuff batches to YouTube, it doesn't get axed down, so it it's, it's a way for us to kind of rejuvenate some of that audio. We recorded just under four years ago with Kyle, also known to the truck world and the mini truck community as K-Daddy. So, uh, so much respect for him and, and his body of work, so to speak. So it was great rerunning that audio. But, of course, we had uh, Amanda, DJ Mays, Diggity Dom made an appearance. So big ups to them. If you haven't listened, go back. We got a lot of good feedback 
And uh, that's important, again, because we've got all this audio in the archives. We want to make sure people hear it, whether they were listeners then, maybe they found us since then. Hey, it doesn't matter. Let's get the audio out. Let's get the stories out to everyone. So thanks to all the support. The last episode recap is brought to you by our family at Lone Star Throwdown. Now, you may not believe this. On Monday 8-1 of 2022, which was this past Monday, we warned you guys and we said Lone Star Throwdown is going to open the pre-registration. Here's the crazy thing. Monday was extremely busy for me. Busier than a normal Monday because I deal with stuff at work where on August 1st, it's renewal time for the stuff I work with. I wanted to post at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and I didn't. I posted on Tuesday this this week. Um, the pre-registration is open for Lone Star Throwdown. If you go out there and you click on register now, you're going to see it's $80, right? I know there was a little bit of rumblings of two topics. You know, some people said, hey, the price went up. Yeah, everything has went up. I totally get it. You guys are out there, you know, working hard for your money, and that's important. I remind people, though, keep in mind, you know, those Starbucks coffees, going to Dunkin' Donuts, going out to eat a lot. Not all of us, not all of you guys do that. I totally get it. I'm trying to curb my spending out a little bit. But keep in mind, wherever you go, things are a little bit more costly. Totally get it. There's also some folks going, eh, you know, I don't like that I can't transfer it. Hey, it's the new way. They spent a lot of man and woe man power transferring these um, registrations. So, you just got to roll with it. 80 bucks, I look at it and say, hey, charge it to the game. Even if I don't bring anything, I'm supporting the scene. There are uh, five terms that you have to agree to out there. At the show, um, at show vehicle check-in, you must show your ID to get your window sticker and armband. This must match registration. If you're wanting your vehicle judged, you must come through the drive-thru judging lanes. There will be no registration transfers. Number four, I have read and understand all the rules listed. Number five, due to the pandemic, if the event had to be rescheduled, all registrations will roll over to the next event to be determined at a later date. Hey, I'm with it all. LoneStarThrowdown.com. And if you believe it or not, at the time of this recording, I'm not making this up. On Tuesday, I pre-registered and it said there were, I think like 500 and something pre-registrations left. So you do the math and you kind of go, man, 14, 1500 gone in less than 24 hours. And I, and I pre-regged at about the 24 hour mark at the time of this recording, 328 left, right? They open it to 2000. That is unprecedented. I could be wrong. I don't want to speak out of turn for Lonnie and Radar. I don't think we've ever seen it sell this quick. Typically, they will tell you by New Year's Day, it's gone, right? Around Thanksgiving, they're lingering. Not this time, okay? We have pleaded with everyone, please bring out more mini trucks. And we've said the only way to do that is to register. Again, uh, LoneStarThrowdown.com. I don't know what to tell you if you don't register because you can't transfer. So, uh, we hope to see you guys out in Conroe, Texas, Lone Star Throwdown 2023. It's the last weekend in February. February. Um, so we'll see you guys out there. All right, the general updates. Man, it has been a wild road the last uh, seven years. And we cannot thank everyone enough for all the continued support, whether you've listened to the podcast, you've liked the post, you've commented, maybe even if you haven't interacted, maybe you've just been kind of, 
the creeper out there, the creeping mini trucker, right? We appreciate all of you guys. You don't understand um, how much you know we appreciate you. If all goes well, we will drop something on, I think it's Friday, around noon, Eastern time. It's going to be an all-time classic. Um, it is an all-time classic already. It's our spin on it, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So stay tuned. If you're on Instagram, turn on post notifications for OLP. That way you'll get that little ding on your phone, or it'll at least come in depending on how you have your notifications set up. I have some of my notifications quietly come in you know, to the, to the banner. Uh, I have others that you know maybe I don't get a notification for. But for Instagram, I get notifications. And for those brands that I really follow, I have post notifications turned on. And that's how you can kind of stay up with us. I will try to blast an email out. I have not utilized this as much in the past. But I've heard people say they appreciate it because the way social media is now, you don't get to see everything because of these algorithms and you know pushing more video on Instagram. People are missing out on our content. So I want to make sure I'll blast an email to say, hey, this is the stuff. Check it out if you want. It's going to be a pre-sale for about seven to nine days. So if it goes Friday, we always do Friday to the following Friday plus two days because graphic disorders closed on the weekends, right? So what we want to be able to do is that Monday, right? So about nine days in, give or take, we want to be able to say, Brant, here's the order, pay for it, and then boom, we're in line to print. Printing takes about two to three weeks, right? So I know some people are always like, man, you know, I, I want to get my stuff. Totally get it. But we have found the pre-sale is best because people get a chance to pick the, the, the super soft shirts. Or if they need the bigger sizes that we just can't afford to really stock all year, you know. We'll have someone occasionally go, hey, I need a this or I need a that. And they're just the sizes that sit around forever. And, um, you know, being a small operation like we are, we just can't have that. So again, pre-sale is the way to go. That way, if you want the talls, you want the bigger sizes, you want a tank top. We got some epic colors this time. And I think what you guys are going to see is something not overly done, something not crazy like we've been doing. We've got some more in the works of those, but right down your alley. And if you love mini trucks like we do, you're going to love this one. Additionally, I was thinking about it earlier and I thought to myself, you know, how ironic, as I mentioned earlier, 300 episodes in basically seven years. And um, what's crazy is if you go back to the very beginning, I remember having a little bit of anxiety. Anytime you you do something, you put yourself out there, you become a show promoter, you, you know, build a shop, you start getting in front of a camera, you name it, whatever you're doing, you know, there's always going to be the naysayers, there's going to be people that are like, man, they should have did this, they should have did that. There's always going to be that, right? But you got to kind of believe in yourself and go, hey, this is what we want to do. And that's what we always did. That's what my mind focus was always with OLP. I listen back to some of the older ones and I go, yeah, you know, we were having a little bit of fun. And, um, you know, the ODB side was coming out maybe a little bit more than I would now. Uh, and then you kind of, you know, you grow and you learn. But in the beginning, we weren't dropping them every week, right? We'd go several weeks in between. But I did the math earlier, and if you take 300 and you divide it by 7, because we're literally at that 7-year mark, that gets you 42.85, right? Let's call it 43. 43 episodes per year we've averaged. 
that's insane to me because, again, for three and a half plus, just a little bit over three and a half, if we get through the rest of this year, every Friday, that's four years straight, every Friday, 52 in a year. And I know some of you probably go, man, yeah, we've heard it. Let it rest. But the body of work that we've been able to do, you know, that's more in, you know, three years, obviously, doing a podcast. But if you think about some of the magazines that have come and gone, Sport Truck, Truckin' now, we haven't done more than Truckin'. Truckin' was around almost, this is going to be the 50th anniversary coming up. But, you know, you think about Truckin's gone. Mini Truckin' was 269. Uh, street Trucks, I don't think, is, um, they're around 270 ish, 200 and maybe 80. But, you know, you think in, in a seven year span, we've done a lot. So, again, thanks to everybody that continues to support the cause. Our latest venture is really driving the YouTube stuff, right? So the, the flip-throughs of all of the mini trucking magazines, I'm up to issue 62 I posted, and more stuff is going to be coming with ODB's Corner on YouTube. So thanks again for all the support. The general updates are brought to you by Joey at Get Decked. Trust me, Joey at Get Decked, he's the man. If you've got artwork, if you're a show promoter, maybe your significant other or your main squeeze wants to put a car or truck on a skate deck to hang on a mantle, the man cave, the woe man cave, you name it. Maybe even displaying your vehicle, right? If you got a photo that maybe appeared in a magazine or whatever, hit up Joey at Get Decked on Facebook or Instagram. Two words, you can send him a DM and let him know what you need. Again, the cool thing about Joey is he's got no minimum quantity. Although it might cost a little bit more for a one-off, he can do it. Joey Dilworth at Get Decked. All right, so for the trivia with Mike. Dude, I got one question for Mike. I don't know where he's at, but Mike, are you ready? Now it's time to get serious. Just thinking, why the hell are you asking this, ODB? Well, I'm going to ask Mike the damn question anyways. I'm recording this, and if and, and I need him to obey by the honor system. All right? I'm recording this on August 2nd, 2022. That's 8-2, 2022 for you guys scoring at home. All right? So here's the deal. And let's think, and let's see who, who out there, you know, I'm just going to ask you this as you're driving, as you're chilling, as you're doing your thing. This movie came out on August 2nd, 19, the great year of 1985. Teen Misfits, Gary and Wyatt designed their ideal blank on a computer and a freak electrical accident brings said thing to life in the form of a blank superhuman blank this thing outfits Gary and Wyatt in cool clothes surprises them with a Porsche and helps them stand up to jerks Ian and Max but all the while the Boys must hide Sed's existence from Chet, Wyatt's nightmare of a big brother. So, 1985, I know you're thinking, man, isn't Back to the Future 1985? No, it's not Back to the Future, Mike. Okay? It's not Back to the Future. And and I'm telling you, we're going to ask him the honor system. And I have a feeling that he hasn't seen this movie. And if he hasn't, he may really be done. Tired of it, Mike. I'm tired of it. You got to know your pop culture if you're going to be part of OLP. Trivia with Mike. Did you guys get it right? Thumbs up. Trivia with Mike brought to you by our family at AccuAir. AccuAir is the official 
air suspension, well, the official air management. They're growing more into many other parts, but I like to kind of say the official air management system of our lifestyle podcast. The cool thing about their website is it's been totally redone, and if you go to products, you've got everything from the E-Level plus ECU upgrade, E-plus connect wireless controller, height sensors, touchpad, VU4, four-corner switchbox controller, and so much more. I think it's pretty cool. They even had the Chad Chris design. They partnered up with them. Pretty awesome stuff. But you uh, can go out there and you can check out AccuWare Life. You can even submit a photo of your vehicle, including who took the photo of it for a chance to be featured via their award-winning social media team, AccuWare.com, for more information. All right, so we got the scene updates. I've saved a bunch of stuff over this past week, and it's ironic because I don't, uh, I don't go on social media as much. You know, I am on Instagram a good bit, so I see some things there. But most of these saves, all of these saves here that I've got are all on Facebook. So uh, I don't know how, if I'm spending this little time, <laughs> how I'm finding so many things, right? But I said this earlier, tip of the cap to everybody at Slambury, all the enthusiasts. But big ups to Negative Camber. Good people. Uh, I'm going to read through some of these. I know Chad Luke said Slambury 22 didn't disappoint. Thank you to Jimmy uh, and the crew for the awesome weekend. I mean, he brought home some killer awards. I mean, that that wheel American racing with the billet stand. Uh, I mean, just really did fantastic. So uh, salute uh, to Chad and, and all the good people out there. Speaking of that, uh, the homie, Jason Danler, I became you know friends with him over the years, and he's fed us some really good uh, content as far as old photos that he took. Really appreciate Jason Danler, and he's one of my fellow uh, guys that lives in and around the Tampa Bay area. He's been around here a long time, and uh, they absolutely killed it with the car that they um, th- that they basically unveiled. And Sean Stoker says, finally get to unveil the latest Asfire Auto Sports Project Slambury 2022, new paint, body mods, rebuilt 454, twin turbonetics, turbos. Thanks, Jason Dandler, for the opportunity to allow us to turn this amazing machine into a reality. So, dude, to win best of show, that's no easy feat. Man, freaking salute. Awesome stuff. Uh, Something else that I thought was cool, and again, I'm not going to be able to cover all the stories. I wasn't boots on the ground, unfortunately. But Jason uh, says, sorry it took so long to show off the Ram charger. I I wanted to wait till the NC30. And I cannot say his last name. It's C-H-O-U-N-L-A-M-A-N-Y. Big thanks to Ross Johns for doing the interior on the Ram Charger and keeping it on the DL for me. And, dude, pretty awesome stuff. You don't see a lot of these vehicles. And, uh, man, wow is all I got to say. Uh, Pretty cool stuff to keep it under wraps like that. Freaking awesome. Corey Sauer, right, I believe as I'm saying it right, S-A-U-E-R, uh, drove to Salem today to see an old friend. Been over 20 years since I've seen her. Was a good day. Mazda, Cab Plus, Tilt Bed Willie, Topper, detailed out to the max, wire wheels. Dude, he's straight with these photos, killing Mike and, and Project. Banana Ram Hammock is already on the downfall. Let me just say it. Me just seeing these photos go, man, Mike's done. Chris Anders posted a ton of photos. In the Facebook group, I was in a mini truck slash car club in the 80s and 90s. 
over 20,000 members in there. Of course, he posted some on their Instagram page as well. But Slambury 2022, of course, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, he posted a ton of photos, and uh, it was pretty cool. Someone even chimed in. Kodak Moment uh, was officially been resurrected in 23 days, um, and that was Harold McDonald that had posted that. So pretty cool stuff. There's a lot of good uh, stories, I think, and builds, some fresh, some not, that went down uh, there at Slambury. Uh, this one was a little bit crazy. Uh, the big homie Matt Hodge- Hodgson uh, he said, I thought long and hard about it and have taken the truck exactly as far as I planned to. He is going to enjoy the Crew Cab Colorado at the low show at Carlisle Truck Nationals, and then it's going to be up for sale. 90,000 miles, and I'm telling you, this list of mods. Uh, one of my favorite things on it, we saw it at Mini Nats a few years ago, was the ragtop roof that he has, the electric ragtop roof, and it's insane. It came out of a BMW, very rare car, like a California edition. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, that that truck is amazing. It, it recently uh, graced the cover of Custom Trucks Mag over in Japan. If you're looking for a Mini, this one's on the rise, let me tell you, man. I think it's already hit its peak. I don't think you could do anything else to it. It's that effing awesome. So big ups to the homie. Uh, Jamie Smith, I do want to try to call him, but he did something uh, pretty crazy, right? Now, his truck, he's got the... Long bed, he says, got to America, sort of, ticked off a bucket list. I've been always wanted uh, to have my truck in America truck show. Got a life-size vinyl print of Clunker done and had to set it there for shits and giggles. Everyone had a good laugh. Got an award for longest distance traveled. So uh, freaking awesome. And uh, I hate that I missed out. You know, I'd love to slap hands with the homie. And, uh, you know, you just can't make them all. So I hope you enjoyed your time here. Speaking of Chad Luke, again, more because this was huge. Slamboree, pretty proud to be part of the Super Happy. Or pretty proud uh, to be a part of this and super happy to see everyone this weekend. 30 years strong. Here's to another 30. Hashtag negative camber. I want to thank Tim as well from NC Florida. He had picked up a shirt and a banner. His awesome wife, Dawn. uh, Thank you guys for looking out. It has a Lincoln on it, and you guys know I collect Lincoln stuff. And although I was not there, I was there in spirit. I had some good stuff going on. I took Friday off, as I mentioned earlier, and I spent some time with my son. I took him to Adventure Island. We left the phone in the truck. We went and just had fun. When I got out of there, I took a look at my phone. Of course, it was hot as hell in the truck. And my wife had texted me that Tampa Electric was already left. The meter was hooked up, so I got the overhead service. More on that in a future episode. So Friday was a great day. Then we went to the Pinball Replay Museum, as it's called, in Tarpon Springs on Friday night. Kind of did the family thing. Preston had a good time. And, um, you know, trying to, you know, someone one time said, hey, you know, I thought it was no breaks. And it is. No breaks, dog. But, as I said, you know, doing the podcast and ramping up the online content and actually producing as much as possible, that's my focus right now. And, of course, I want to go to as many shows Got a few lined up for next year, looking forward to, but right now, it's in producer mindset right now for me. I want to continue to produce great content that people appreciate, and uh, again, I hope that everyone had a fantastic time at Slamboree. Um, I know that uh, it was just awesome times. I think there were more things I wanted to cover for the scene updates. I I can't think of too many more at this point. 
Uh, we'll cover them next week if we need to. The scene updates brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. Visit garagegearclothing.com. Their shipping is free in the United States. They are great people. Of course, you can visit them at a show and pick up a shirt or a hat. One of those famous big brimmed hats they have to keep the sun off your face. But garagegearclothing.com is where it's going down if you want the garage girl, the baby gear, or, of course, numerous shirts and different apparel that they offer. The holiday season is upon us. Hit them up, garagegearclothing.com. All right, the key show update. So here's where we're at. We're in the month of August, and I would ask that if you guys get an opportunity, please go to the Spark Show. I cannot believe it's a week from this Friday, and I'd love to call Adam this week. It's just I got a lot going on. The Spark Show um, is going down in Sevierville, Tennessee. I've been to the show before. I love it. I cannot make it this year. I'm staying back for Maddie's grandfather's 92nd birthday. Dude still drives around. He's got a BMW. He's living life as if he was 60. Okay? Going to spend some time there. The Spark Show on... Instagram, The Spark Show on Facebook. Go out there, show them some love. Um, it's technically thesparkshow.com. That'll land you right over on their website. It's all redone. I know Dizzy Designs is uh, helping out there a lot, and uh, they're great people. So go out there, do the damn thing, have fun, tag The Spark Show, and, of course, put uh, The Spark Show or hashtag The Spark Show. I like to do The Spark Show 2022. That way, you know, the Spark Show could be, you know, a fireworks show, right? Someone hashtags The Spark Show 2022 and The Spark Show on Instagram, Facebook. That way we can kind of curate some of those. Also, the Northwest Cruise of the Pines is the same weekend. Of course, that is out west, out Pacific Northwest, rather. And you can go to cruisetothepines.com and um, find out more information. There, of course, was the Arizona event that was postponed but uh, Washington event is August 12th, 2022, according to their website. So hit them up. Our favorite mini truck show in the world, Southeast Mini Truck and Nationals, they did announce, I think it's um, October 1st. So let me go on Instagram right now. I'm going to type in mini Nats, two words, space, boom, hit mini Nats, right? So the 29th annual Southeast Mini Truck and Nats is April 21st through the 23rd, 2023 in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Application process opens October 1st. Now, it's not technically pre-registration. I guess it is, but it isn't. It's the application process, right? So that is super important. Uh, Go out there and um, do what you can. Get in if you can. Even if you can't get a ticket this year, guys, trust me, don't complain roll in the town, the cruising aspect at night that is totally free is just as good as the show, okay? And I mean that because you're going to see a lot of the trucks from the show on the strip cruising, right? And most of us love to see shit cruise. It's going to happen right after on Friday and Saturday. It always kind of happens. But I'm telling you right now, the show is amazing. You get your tickets, you'll go in, you'll gallivant around, you'll get your merchandise, You'll see some of the vendors like OLP, Asphalt Army, Hammered Weekend Wear. Then you'll gallivant out, and then you'll go see the night show, right? The evening show on the Strip. Uh, of course, you can tap the link in their bio, minitruckandnats.com, for more information. 
The key show updates brought to you by our family at the West Coast Influence. You can uh, purchase the West Coast Influence, which is a documentary-style Blu-ray or DVD. It's at minitruckfilm.com. Order a copy and let Radar know that OLP sent you. The podcast update. So I kind of mentioned it earlier. We are going to have a new drop. It looks like on Friday, if all goes well. And again, I'm going to blast out an email. That way everyone will be aware. If you love it, order it. If you're like, eh, got other stuff going on, delete the email. No big deal. We appreciate all the support. Uh, Leave us a rating if you're on an iPhone. Many of you are. Go to the pre-installed podcast app. It's that purple icon. Tap on library. Select OLP. Scroll down. Not that far. You know what I always say? Scroll far down. It's actually not that far now because I think it only shows about 10 episodes before you have to hit show more or see all. Tap the five stars, okay? You can go a step further. You can scroll down a little bit more and type write a review. You can write a review. Leave your Instagram handle. I'll read those. I know we hadn't had really many new ones, so I haven't really read those. But help us get to uh, 300 by the end of the year. I think we're getting close, and uh, we need all the ratings. I think we're on 270, so hook us up. It's free. If you're on uh, another app and you're like, hey, yo, ODB, I don't got an iPhone. I don't like iPhone. If you're on Spotify or whatever app, if you can tap somehow and review it, just hit five stars. It helps us a lot. Thank you guys. The podcast updates are brought to you by Dizzy Designs. Of course, you hear Dizzy on the Custom Scene Podcast. You see him at the Spark Show and many other events, always helping hammer weekend wear and doing the damn thing. If you need some light design work or you need him to help promote your show with some graphics that fit the different images for Facebook and Instagram. He does uh, all kinds of custom cool stuff. Look up Don Dizzy Davis on Facebook. Send him a DM. Uh, he'll help you out. He's got reasonable prices, and he'll take care of you. Very nice. He, he may make a, a good, a very happy client. Very happy. Okay, the Airhead Nation updates, right? So I can't believe we're just blowing through this episode. Now, um, here's a few that I saved. And again, these are just some that come across my feed and I happen to save um, save them. Um, here you go. You got Steve Robinson, the OG. Well, it has been 25 years today that I met the love of my life. Thankful for every minute. Tina Robinson, great people. Steve, can't wait to link up again, dude. You're a good dude. We love your truck so much so that we want to see it again. I love the new wheels. Great choice, dog. You got Colin Haggy. Now, I thought he was punking us. He says, official, a private pilot. Dude, I knew this kid was smart, but damn. Colin, from photography to flying, dude. That's a shirt. That's a sticker right there. That's a slogan, dude. From mini trucking to photography to flying. Killing it. Much respect to your parents. Raising a great kid. Keep doing what you do, man. Uh, Speaking of anniversaries, Richard Lopez, a.k.a. Rich, happy 12th anniversary to Kelly. She's good people. We see them all around the show. Can't wait to link up. Last time we got a chance to sit down was at Made to Steel show. We sweated our ass off. We talked about the good old days, and he, uh, one of the best dudes you'll meet in the scene. So, Rich, thanks for always looking out, big homie, and uh, we appreciate you, dog. I guarantee I'm missing stuff. I don't know... What else to say, right? Um, it's kind of feels good that we're just flowing here. Airhead Nation updates brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear. Uh, Hammered Weekend Wear is available at H A M M E R D. 
Weekendware.com, they continue to refresh the website. You won't believe the new banner they have on there. I need one of these banners, like, hanging over my house. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten real builds on it. I'd love to have all those trucks. Uh, one's even lifted. Check it out, H-A-M-M-E-R-D.com. And um, what we should do is the first person to go to hammeredweekendware.com and then go into the Airhead Nation Facebook group and name all nine of those trucks. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. My bad, I can't count. Ten of those trucks. Name them all. So they got, they've got their official name that they kind of go by. Uh, they got the name also that sometimes is loosely tied into the Hammered Weekend Wear shirt artwork. But you know, we'll accept some of them got maybe dual names. But go in the Airhead Nation update or Airhead Nation Facebook group and uh, list all ten of those that are on that banner. While you're there. Check out uh, and buy some of the, the gear. They've got the Sparks and the Ozark banners. They've got shirts. They've got the new Code Red. They also have the new Dig the Lowness, which I love that artwork. they got Chad Luke's Dangerous Waters and so much more. If you want the banner, the uh, hack there is you have to go to the banner under View All Products. So what you do is a lot of times if I'm on the computer, I just uh, do Control-F and type Banner. And that's going to take you to Sparks in the Ozark banner. And then if you do it again, Code Red banner and Dig the Lonas banner and then Hammered banners. Okay. Go to Hammered banners and that's where you can hit the drop down arrow and select all these different vehicles. Hit them up. Their banners are bigger than ours. Just make sure you have the space for them. Hang one over your bed. Your wife will love it. I'm telling you, she'll love it. She'll thank you that she gets to look at the Hammered. We can wear merch all night long. All right. So there you have it. Thank you, guys. I know, God, man, 300 episodes. We appreciate all the support, whether you've been with us since day one or episode 299. We don't care. We don't judge. We appreciate all you guys and ladies. If all goes well, we'll roll into some audio with Randy, Tim, and Todd coming across the U.S. There's Top Secret Mission. And then if... All of the stars align, all the galaxies, right? J- just aim that James Webb Space Telescope. That's that JWST. I think ST sever ties. That James Webb Telescope. And we will run Brian Gendro's audio. If we don't have a safe weekend, not going to stress it. That's what we do. Stay on the rise. Mike, quit gallivanting. And let us know if you got the answer right to the trivia question with Mike. I'm just going to go ahead and take a tick mark away. I'm sure you wouldn't have known it. He owes us $100, Mike. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100, Mike. We got you. Peace. Yo, yo, as I mentioned, man, we got the three amigos that just uh, went out to the West Coast. And, Randy, you're kind of the ringleader on this, uh, this, this trip, I heard. Yes, sir, that I am. Always looking for a new deal, new truck. Dude. So I can sell it in months. <laughs> Bow to NC. No stranger. We've had you on before. Dude, so um, I, I just wanted to briefly, I think Todd is there. I know Tim's there as well. But Tim, you recently went out to Slambree. Did you have a good time? Absolutely. It was a great time. Celebrating the NC 30th. We saw a lot of vehicles out there, man. Did you? I mean, it seemed like a lot of people came through. We didn't make the 200 goal that we wanted, but we had 88 uh, show vehicles and 
285 people at the 30th dinner. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw some of the photos, and I was like, wow. I even saw – I forget the guy's name. Um, it might be Jason, and he's got the long last name. He had the um, like the 80s uh, uh, Dodge SUV that kind of looks like – I always think of Ford Bronco. I saw that thing debuted there. Jay, you know that's Vaughn's brother, right? Vaughn yeah. with the – that's what I thought. I thought that was it because they, they have the long, la- you know, recipes Vaughn, but the long last name. Yeah, I didn't want to butcher his last name, but Jason's a good dude. Yeah, that thing is sick. And um, the other club or the other shop, is, is it, la- I always say it wrong, la- Loudies, it's like L-A. Th- Lodi. Lodi. Lodi's, yeah, they, their name was tied to it. So that, that was pretty cool. Yep. The other thing, though, you guys got to give it up for your brother for NC Florida, Jason Dandler, dude. He bro, he did like a grand slam. Best of show. That car is badass, and even better than badass. The guy's a badass dude. Yeah, and ass fire. I think is how you say it. I've met those guys, um, and they're always cool. Like, hey, you need some water? Need a brew? Whatever. Um, I think I hung out with them briefly at our cruise on uh, January first this year. But, dude, man, I mean, Danler, man, that's like another level. Twin turbos, twin turbs. Now, okay, I'm bad with cars. Okay, I know many trucks. Is that the Chevelle. same car that he had? Yes. That, in fact, a little backstory, Jay. That's his dad bought that car brand new from the showroom. Dude. It's numbers matching, and he cut wow. it up. Yeah. yeah, balls. Yeah, and he even brought it out uh, this weekend in Tampa. They're going to have the um, kind of little gathering they do at Portillo's. He brought it out. Kind of late last year, I re- I remember, and um, but dude, I mean, to think that he was driving it not that long ago, and then it it goes through this rejuvenation, uh, and now it's winning best to show at Slamboree, man. That's like that's that's a huge tip uh, of the cap for NC Florida and just NC in general. Right after relaxing on the ranch, I think he took it through the park, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, well, I, I wish I, w- I wish everything was that easy, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Orange. Yeah, if everything was that easy, you know, it'd be nice. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Randy, let us in a little bit because, I mean, I like I thought you had an awesome fleet before. You know, you had this OBS truck, and then I had caught wind, and I talked with you, and you're like, yeah, man, I kind of punted some stuff, did some horse trading. But, man, you have, like, ended up with even cooler stuff. So, like, why did you guys make the trip out west? Uh, I found a – I needed a, a tow pig or – my Toyota that I'm building and my Tundra, I had a 22 Tundra that I was going to send to Jimmy's and uh, it's had electrical issues and it only had 5,800 miles on it. So I I punted that out to CarMax and with that money that I had invested in that, I came out here and found this dually and paid cash for it. So now it's a win-win, no payment and I own the truck. Dude. And the the cool thing is the photos that you've kind of shared with me, it's the earlier 90s version, so it has like the kind of the very sought-after interior now, and it's all blue. It is all blue. It has the square dash, um, which I could take or leave it, but it's in such good condition. Why not keep it? Yep, yep. Yeah, they're just going to get more and more uh, rare. You know, I saw one at Trucks and Cheeseburgers last year. It was a Suburban, and it had the old interior, and it was so clean. It's got the armrest deals that fold down. Man, it's epic. Now, what year is the Dually? The Dually is a 93 with the 454 gas motor. And you basically have, it kind of has, um, it's almost like a time capsule because it's, 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 uh, st- um, it, I forget, is it bagged or static dropped? No, it's static dropped. It's a 6.8 Veltec with the, right now the weld 16 inch, uh, you know, Dually wheels polished. 
and it has a Lacar steering wheel, and I just found out it had billet seat riser panels. Oh, damn. I don't even remember those things. I, I, I remember the seat risers in those, but I didn't realize that that's pretty sick. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I mean, I don't know if I'll keep those, but there's planes in that for now. So uh, order some 22s and get it a little bit lower. I know how you NC Florida guys are in billet, man. You know, you got billet everything. <laughs> <laughs> billet everything. Um, what about, dude, does it have the famous flip-down license plate? It, in the rear, yes, because it's got a hidden hitch on it as well. Dude, that's all like from that 90s era, man. I mean, that I think to me, that's an investment. That's a good investment. So you kind of took a leap of faith because I know sometimes people are like, well, how do you buy a vehicle across the country? Now with phones, you could take photos and videos, but you took a little bit of a leap of faith, right? Oh, believe me. Faith and prayer. Faith and <laughs> I don't believe and Jesus, but yeah, I was praying to somebody, maybe a little eight-pound baby Jesus, but to send a guy, you know, a big stack of cash and have to wait two weeks to go get the truck. And like I said, um, my wife and I were going to come fly out here, and then she she's definitely afraid of flying. So Tim volunteered up his services, and I said, hey, what do you think the chances of us getting your brother Todd to come out of hibernation and come out with us? And so I paid for their tickets, and we flew out here. Man, it's been a blast. Uh, we've done three shop tours already. And we're going to ha have dinner with a bunch of NC guys down in near San Diego. Or it's called Canyon Lake, California. Mm -hmm. uh, we went we went to Devious. We went and saw our, a buddy, um, Crosby, old NC OG guy. Went to his shop. And then from his shop, we went over to TCI, Total Cost Involved. And, dude, we got the royal treatment just walking in, shop tour, seeing the process. It was, it was really cool so far. Dude, that's sick. What's even better is doing with two of the best friends that you could have in the world drop of a dime say yeah let's do it you know and i told him i said we're not getting any younger you know you're 48 i'm 49 and he's 50 <laughs> yeah yeah who's i like it yeah we've been friends since we started this chapter 26 years ago and you just couldn't ask for a, be a group better group of guys man it's it's all about the adventure you know just taking it easy and just enjoying the time yeah, and uh, keep me honest, 96, uh, you guys spearheaded starting the chapter. We talked a little bit about it when you were on, but for those new listeners, uh, it's like you said, 90, 1996, I think, right? Yep, 1996, we uh, sent pictures to Chris Schmidt, and he sent them over to Courtney, and Courtney okayed it, and uh, we started the chapter then, and you know, some come and go, and, we come and we've come and come back, gone and come back again. It's just life, man. It's, uh, it's an adventure, and I couldn't ask for a better club. You can go to any state, anywhere, and sleep on somebody's couch, or they'll meet you for lunch or dinner. I mean, you, you can't ask for a better set of group of guys and gals, to oh, be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I do got to break it to the listeners. I was telling Randy earlier in the team that we weren't able to get Gendro for this week. I mean, he's super busy with uh, softball and all that stuff. But if you do think about back to 92 when, you know, those – you know, I've heard, you know, five to ten guys got together and they started that club and before it even had the oval, right? And there's all that backstory. But, man, 30 years you guys just celebrated at Slamboree. But it doesn't matter whether you're at a show celebrating or not. I mean, there's a lot of um, history, rich history in that club, man. For sure. What do you think, Todd? <laughs> now, now, I want to ask Tim and Todd, right, the bros, the broskies, uh, you guys technically, right? Both of you guys went on the trip that was in the first street trucks. I, I haven't really talked about this a lot, but there was that epic road trip. I think Brett Oaks, you guys just bumped in the bread. I, I heard, but then Courtney and all that, um, uh, Tim, you remember all that stuff, right? 
Yeah, Tim Tim didn't go there. That was just that was just me and and Brian Peralt and uh, Kenny Sawyer. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So do you, you have any good memory, Todd, from from that road trip? Any one like the memory that sticks out? Yeah, I mean, out of the blue, we we you know some punk kids from Florida. You know, we slept on Jeff Davies' couch. <laughs> That's you know, crazy. We, we never, he, he didn't have Devious at the time. He was um, working for Roush Racing. And Cordy called him up and he said, sure. And so we, we, we crashed in, in his apartment. And then we, we just did the tour of what we're doing now. But, you know, uh, there's a lot more mini trucks, you know, in shops at the time. Was there some sand dunes involved? <laughs> was, there, was there a sand <laughs> Wrong trip. To Glamis? Oh. Sorry, wrong trip. Glamis? Did I say it right? Yeah. Glamis. 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 I know. I always say Glamis. Hey, Ballard, little backstory. We're virgins out here because this is Todd Gilbert's third trip out oh, of Cali. Yeah, yeah, you guys haven't heard that, right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> now you know. Well, the cool thing is, um, Tim and Todd had shared some photos whenever we talked about, I think, the first issue of Street Trucks, and there's that famous photo, and I appreciate you guys sharing it with Courtney. You know, uh, commandeering the the big RV, and I always remember the photos um, that were in the feature as well. I think Brett had the dually. But uh, you guys stopped at that big place where all the dinosaurs are at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a cool road trip, and, and the picture with with Courtney driving that RV is is, if I remember, it was it was Captain's Toyota that was in the in the truck, and it, you know, and I mean, I'm in the trailer, and it was a little too far forward, and so we're we're cruising down the road going into into the show, and we're going all all these whoopie doos in the road, and the RV was literally almost coming like wheeling a little bit. And, <laughs> couldn't steer according who couldn't steer and so we had to end up pulling over and they had to you know readjust the, the weight because i mean it was literally just every every whoop you do the front end would come come up down. yeah it was crazy it was, it was a fun trip now, now todd wasn't that the trip that rodell had the brand new frontier bodied with the shurikens on it or no yeah 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 yeah, yeah he, he, they, new body style. brand new body style frontier bodied on yeah and it's so crazy to think because um i always remember ghetto bob it loved his s10 but i was watching i just threw on um history channel the other day and you know watching danny coker on there with count count customs and uh seeing ghetto bob on there you know it's just freaking awesome yeah they they california and and stayed at courtney's house that that trip too because they had some i think they were gonna i don't know if they were working for doing some work help with Gendro, I think, or something for a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. Anyhow, they had to come. So that, that's what inspired the, the road trip back and stopping at the, at the dinosaurs for that, for that, for that shoe for the magazine and stuff. Yeah. Not really shoe article, you know, just the backstory of the road trip. Yeah. No, the road trip thing was cool. And I mean, I flip back to that issue and I'm like, man, I mean, Courtney really knew how to get the content and, I think it's pretty cool. Um, Tim, I know we haven't had a chance a lot to talk over the course of time, but if we think back to, like, you have a lot of fond memories because when we talked about, uh, when we had Chaz on, we talked about the truck, you know, and and that truck had so many different versions, but you remember when your brother bought that truck and it was brand new, right? The OBS truck. Yeah, definitely. I actually sat down with Chaz a little bit and caught up with him at the 30th, the after party after the dinner we had was talking to him he's talking about the different uh, iterations and he even was going to get that truck back at one point i think but i think yeah. he talked about that yeah and if you think about it, it was it was new it was green and you sent me the photo from the different shows i mean the thing was low it was brand new laid out 
Then, you know, is the yellow version. I remember seeing it at Nopi. It might have already changed hands. And then, you know, the red, all the feature exposure I got. Of course, that was my one of my favorite versions of it. Um, but then also, boom, it gets the cover of Street Trucks back in the day with that whole crazy paint job they did. I mean, it's just it's insane to me, Todd. Like, that truck went so many variations. Do you ever, like, scratch your head just going, man, I can't believe it's the same truck? Yeah, yeah, I, I love the red too. That's my favorite too. I always say that anytime you you post a picture or somebody posts a picture, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my favorite too. Dude. But yeah, I talked to the the guy that bought it. I think his name was Andrew. He owned it for a while, and then he sold it since. But but he was gonna sell. He he said, man, I'd sell it to you, and he gave me a, an awesome price. But I didn't have anywhere to put it. Yeah, and I, it was Tim. Yeah, and Tim, I think, had shared a photo with us uh, behind the scenes and uh, of the feature that Courtney did. I think it ran in trucking when you had it or when it was yellow, and um, yeah. it was pretty cool because at first I didn't recognize it because it was the background, and then I looked, and I was like, yeah, you know, when they when they add the wording and all that over it, the, it kind of camouflages the background a little bit, but I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the crazy thing about that photo shoot was that, they, so we went to Texas Heat Wave. We drove out there, Tim and I, in the truck in 98, and it, the paint was fresh. I mean, like, we, we were doing the, the, the whole show crunch, and the night before we go to put the tailgate on, you know, cause we had smoothed the tailgate, done all that kind of stuff. And we go to put the tailgate on, go to shut it. And the, the bed had come in a little bit mm -hmm. and the tailgate didn't shut. And we're like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? Oh man. Order power in the, in the bed and it cracks the bodywork. Mm. So it's like 10 o'clock at night or something like that. And Anthony, you know, at, at Rhodes Auto Works, man, we, we, we bust out and, and he gets all the body work redone, touched up, paints it that night. The next morning, I mean, we're, we're putting the rest of the truck together. The next morning we go and we have to take a bottle of, of, of compound and, and wet sandpaper. And while we're cleaning it at the, at the car wash, once we get to Texas, we're, we're hand wet sanding and hand buck. I mean, and, and it's not easy. I mean, it was only a small area, you know, in, in the back of the tilly, but you know, polishing stuff out by hand, you know, when you're cutting it and it, it was, it was a tough, yeah. and then, well, you know, and then we were sitting in the hotel on Sunday and Courtney came, comes by and like, what are you guys waiting around for? Man, I want to shoot your truck. But I was just like icing on the cake with all the work that, that took us to get there. But then the, the, the feature didn't come out for two years. If you, if you notice the dates, it didn't actually come out till till 2000. Yeah. So I remember that. I had given up that it was ever going to come out. And then, then one day, you know, I, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, in, internal workings and, and layers of what, whatever, you know, backstories with, with magazines. And I guess it was one of those that had built up and, and Courtney had left the magazine. And, and my guess is they were just, just trying to get it out there before, you know, he, he did it or something. I don't know. Yeah. I had to dig that issue out and it brought back memories of, of seeing it and stuff. And again, I think it was Nopi 99 or 2000. We saw it there. It had a PlayStation in it. Was that after you sold it? I think. Yeah, that was after. Yeah, it was pretty Sean cool. Sean bought it for me in Georgia and he, and he did save some more stuff on it. And it was still yellow when he had it, but, but he had done some stuff too. So it might've been him, but um, Chaz had it too. I think, you know, for a little while when it was yellow too. So, so it might've been when he, he had it. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. But, but for those, uh, t uh, Tim has reminded me, Todd, that it was a brand new truck. I remember the wheels on it too. That was pretty cool. So yeah, I appreciate you sharing the backstory on it. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, in, it was in Matt's shop and, 
there there at the shop in Longwood, you know, before it was it was like eight months old, six months old. Yep. I bought it in ninety you know, I mean it, it was in the shop at the end of ninety six. Yep. And Randy, speaking of Matt, I'm gonna have Matt Torgerson on. You know, he listens and I appreciate Matt. I mean, he's got a crazy lineage to Florida, all those trucks. Remember he was over the number thirty body drops like I think mine was like in the 25 to 30 range, but he body dropped your Nissan that we talked a lot about when you were on before, right, Randy? Yeah, he did, and a, a quick uh, tidbit from Todd's truck. The wheels that I had on the Nissan were actually on his green truck. Ah, Those damn. MH split. Yeah. yeah, at one point. Yeah, at one point, so I got them from Todd, but yeah, Matt did it. I think his that was like the second or third body drop, right? He had Kenny's, then yours, and mine. He did the S10 too. He didn't before he, Todd owned it. Yeah, he did my S10 oh. before I bought. Oh, yeah. really? That's yeah, right. Yeah, you had the S10 all those years too. I remember that. Yeah, so we're in the top what five of his body drops, and he's a very talented metal guy for sure. Yeah, we we used to internally we used to call him Doctor Drop. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and Randy, I mean, the word on the street or the word on the scene is like you've been pretty much inactive since then, right? Oh yeah, always. I I haven't always. seen you at a show and. 25 years nah just kidding <laughs> yeah. really quick i know you got a top secret project you've been kind of working on the side but you also acquired can you talk about the other mini because i think you recently took possession of it right yeah i got a little standard cab uh, short bed uh 79 toyota that's just bagged uh got some parts for it everything you know as as my anal or ocd uh is everything's toyota you know um i did find a butterfly back window over in the state of washington and our buddy craig bray you got to give him a shout out for going to get it and shipping it to me but uh yeah that's what i'm working on too it's little little here little there you know too many irons in the fire i guess oh right there's too many irons in the fire any truth to the uh the dash pad that you were able to somehow acquire from a dealership for a 79 toyota yeah yeah i uh i you know to me the the hunt is the fun part you know looking for parts rare parts this and that um, I found a local Toyota dealer had an NOS dash pad for a 79 Toyota. Now, mind you, it's not the color that I want, but you can dye it or just use that color. But, yeah, I did find a 79 NOS dash pad for it. Dude, with the butterfly flex window, I mean, dude, that's going to be insane. Um, yeah. You know, so you'll have the tow pig. You got the mini. You also did um, – I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you did acquire a blazer that I think you're you're going to have a little bit of fun with, maybe some Belltech parts on, throw on. Yeah, I uh, I got the blazer, and I, I initially got it for a buddy of mine, you know, Eric Fulber. He he's working on my other truck that I'm working on, and he and I said, well, how do you want payment? He goes, oh, just get me something cool, and I'm like, well, what the hell is something cool? And I happened to come across this blazer up mini nats and I, I had to have it super clean from frank eisenhauser eisenhower i think is how you say his name good dude um super clean 88 jimmy and i got some Belltech uh parts coming for it now because the thing rides like a skateboard and i'm just too old to ride in something that doesn't ride very well yeah yeah and it but those i mean it's a super clean like you said little little suv blazer and those things are still popular as they were back then oh yeah and like i said it the, what got me was it was so clean, you know. It's you just don't find them anymore. It's like a unicorn, and you know, one more reason to to get another vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. And th that's the cool thing. I mean, ever since I got a chance to know you more, like you've always, even before then, you've always had cool stuff. But I think now, like you got a good mix, right? You got you know someone that's 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 going to be something very cool. We're, we'll see here in the near future. 
but then the Toyota uh, is is going to be ultra clean and cruising, and then the dually, of course. Um, do you have any idea what you might put on the license plate for the dually? Oh yeah, we I've already got. Uh, I don't know. Well, you're you're old enough. You should know Sir Mix a Lot's uh, "Baby's Got Back." Oh yeah, yeah. So I got the plate. Uh, Omg, Omg, Becky. Her butt, it's so big. It's like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, dude, I fucking dig it, man. I really do. That's OMG Becky. So OMG Becky. Um, I know you want to give a shout out to the Maryland kinfolk, right? You mentioned Eric Fulber. Uh, we had Eric on, great dude. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys up there, but I know that he's really him and all the crew up there, right? All the members. I, I'm sure Steve Hansen. You can name. You could rattle them all off. But they, they have come through, uh, and some stuff you can't really talk about, but they've come through really big, haven't they, Randy? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, I'll just give you a quick few. Uh, Steve Hansen, Eric Felber, as he says it, um, uh, Phil Davis. Oh, and I don't know if you've met my interior guy. His name's Matt Reynolds, uh, Charm City. The guy's awesome. And his, his wife, Amanda, is awesome. And also, too, uh, Chad, Chad Gill. Can't can't thank that guy enough. Any of those guys up in the Maryland way, man, are just outstanding stand-up guys and gals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you saw uh, John Yoakum, which is another great uh, Tennessee uh, member, he- him and Heather, they they have Courtney's old S10, right? Yes, if yeah, and they have it. the Topper Gang now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Topper Gang, not Cap, not Shell, not. <laughs> yeah. It's a Topper. It's a Topper guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's and- right. It's a topper guy. Um, Matt Reynolds is the interior guy, that, and Eric did a lot of the painting on that. But Matt Reynolds is the interior guy for that truck. And if you like that, then you need to give him a call. Like I said, Charm City Upholstery. But the, like I said, those guys up there, and any of these guys really in camera that I've met, for the most part, are stand-up guys that uh, would give you the shirt off their back, and that's how it should be in a club. Yeah, and Eric Felber, he when he was on, he talked about the whole like when you went to you you withdrew some money and you go, man, I'm going to buy this dually, but it's pretty cool now. You fast forward a little bit of time, patience is key, and now you were able to scoop one up, you know, you know, on your own. Oh no, without a doubt. And I called him before I bought this one. I said, dude, are you sure? Yeah, I was going to go get the AC fixed. If it doesn't work, I'm calling you back. You can come get it. Well, needless to say, the AC in his truck works, so I had to go find something else. You know. I love I love his truck, but now I've got one of my own. So and I own it, no no bills on it, so it's all good. Yeah, I also uh, want to tell you 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 learned me as I joke around. My dad used to say, you know, in the south, they say "fix to learn ya." You learned me a new uh, acronym when you said PDR, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, the the paintless dent repair, right? I'm probably the last to know that acronym. That has been. Well, I know we don't want to go down the huge bunny trail, but that has been a key thing for this project that you've had because. There have been some some hiccups that you've had to kind of muddle through. Uh, oh yeah, uh, PDR also paintless dent repair as well. But that's Paul Davis. That's what he does, and he came over to work on my other Toyota. That uh, dude had several several dents and dings from a previous shop that had to be fixed without you know putting mud on it, and it it makes the finish a lot better on the truck. But I can't say thank you enough to Paul Davis. I yeah. mean, the guy's a stand-up guy, and if you remember his truck, it was that green Isuzu Ombre, green and silver with a uh, KMC Stealth on it from back in the day. Yeah, in the first year or so, year or two of, uh, you know, Courtney had the eye and shot that thing, and man, you know, crazy. Every time we post it, everybody's like, man, I love that truck, and I kind of feel bad because I know Paul will chime in. Shout out to Paul, and I know he loved that truck, and, you know, I've heard maybe he got it back, maybe it was too far gone, I don't know, but... 
regardless, you know, shout out to all those those kinfolk up in Maryland and that whole area. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. After all that, you might have to put a paid sponsorship, you know, tag on this one. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to put it on there, you know what I'm saying? Cuz you know, they're gonna, I mean, but they come through. You know, I got to give I got to give them a little credit cuz you know Eric Fulber, you know, he hooked me up with a couple mags I needed. So, you know, smut mat, trucks truck smut. Truck smut, baby. Like I said, I have to give credit where credit's due. Without without those guys up there, that truck would have went right to the junkyard. I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I, I hate hearing that. You know, I don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Do you um I know it's a sore subject to bring up the fuel, right? But do you have, like, are you guys going to do a little game on who can guess the amount of gallons or, you know, that type of deal? Because I'm curious, you're going to be, how many miles is it from the one way you're going to be driving, you think? We're going to drop a hundo, a Benjamin Franklin, every gas station. Not credit, cash. Dude. We go inside. What we do listen this guy's giving me shit excuse my language for wanting to pay cash instead of zip my card in every pay the pump, yeah pay the pump stinking hole so every haji or whatever can get my get my name and number you know no it ain't happening i'm paying cash so when i leave i nobody's getting on my ass you know what i'm saying dude, dude what you got to do is get tim and todd at every stop you know they they you know they put some shit on their face and they walk up to a guy and they go hey uh, i'm trying to get across the country i got a medical thing have you ever had someone fucking ask you that and you're like dude get the fuck out of here dude Funny you say that because when we were pulling out of the pilot, we see a guy with a, a broke down car with a gas can and he was begging people for a dollar. I'm like, what's a dollar of gas going to get you? You know what I mean? Bro, I mean, you can't even huff enough gasoline for a dollar. I mean, they ain't, like Hank from <laughs> Hammered Weekend Wear, dude, that gets, he tells we're me, not, dude, that's zero buzz. Not even that. The price <laughs> of gas out here for what was regular was like $5. Holy like, hell. Five fifty you know and like i said jay i think it's from from now mind you we're going a little further south where we were in ontario california to my house it was 2442 miles and i'm figuring maybe eight miles a gallon so that's like 230 something gallons so you do the math you see i didn't even want to bring it up but but you have a good point the one advice i would give you in case you're on a long stretch, you know, you probably already thought about this. Get a little tank and, and just have it stashed because you just never know if you get in a weird area. You know what I mean? And you're right. Well, yeah, out. you know, the guy that's never here, Todd, he that's exactly what he said. Man, we should get a little five-gallon tank, five-gallon little bucket thing. I'm like, yeah, he's got his jump box, toothpaste, Dude. you know, gloss. He's ready. Coyote, re- coyote repellent, the bat belt, the whole yeah. fucking deal, yeah, he, bro. Dude, He's got, he's got the full equip <laughs> kit, son. And, you know, me and Tim are flying by the seat of our pants. We're going to have to go over here to Walmart or Target and get some deodorant, some toothpaste. You know, it's yeah. you know, the, the in old, the moment. The old Batman movie, you know, he fucking shark got his leg when he was hanging from the helicopter. He had shark propellant. He just had it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Todd, Tim, anything else you guys got to say? I appreciate all the support on social media and the podcast and stuff. I heard a special lady in Oklahoma got you a banner. The yeah. last one. That- Diggity Dawn, right? Yeah, the wife. My wife. Yeah, yeah we got you. that for you. Let me see you. And a t-shirt. Yeah, thank you so Lincoln. much. Yeah, it's got the Lincoln you on got- it. I appreciate that. And we got to talk more in the future because I heard from a birdie that there could be something you were working on, but, you know, they said there were NDAs and stuff like that, and they said, look, you know, don't don't share anything. Definitely. That's on the download. Down Lizzo. That's- we're still trying to keep it under wraps. Yep, good stuff. Todd, dude, it's good hearing from you, bro. Todd Zilla's in the house, one of the OG guys, and uh, appreciate you 
But uh, Randy, dude, any last words for uh, everyone out there as you embark upon this this awesome adventure? Uh, I think I've said everything except just know who your friends are and who who stands beside beside you and behind you. You know what I'm saying? These guys at the drop of a hat wanted to go, and and I can't say thank them enough, man. I've, I've given them hugs, but not in a homo way. You right, know what I mean? Nizzo, his uh, homo. Yeah, and that's a yeah, light drop it, moment. It, that's like when you go bow to NC, dog. Right, and like I said, we're not getting any younger, Jay. So you, you need to make memories. You know, yeah, yep. buy trucks and make memories. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. make memories, not drama, baby. Yo, Tim, be- before we let you guys go, man, I'm trying to figure this out. Did you drive all the way home and then fly out from Slamboree, or did you just? I knew you went to Slamboree, or did you fly out from there? No, we took the daily dually. That's my 2003 F350 short bed. I just put uh, some custom cut 24s from Wheels a Million out in South Florida. Anyways, the maiden voyage, that's the furthest I've ever gone. Uh, my wife and I had the week off. I have actually three weeks off in a row. Damn. So, because I didn't know when the date for Slamboree was going to be, when I have to pick vacation. So we went to Tennessee first, and then from Tennessee we went to Oklahoma. When the show was over, Slamboree and all that, we deadheaded back. Monday morning we left Oklahoma. I drove 20 hours straight myself and uh, got back, in, back into the Orlando area. Uh, about 3 a.m., and then went to sleep for a few, got up, got my bags packed, and uh, a load of clothes washed, threw them into a, a carry-on-sized bag, and went over to Randy's house, and we're back, headed towards the airport by 3.30. Dude. Then we flew five hours uh, to Ontario, California, and we're messing around in Cali- California now. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I never want to give medical advice, but bro, uh, Hank from Hammer Weekend, where he would probably tell you, like, get some of that no dose or whatever, five hour energy drinks. Are you able to drive overnight and not have an issue at all? Or, like, 20 hours, are you, like, doing the Mountain Dew dance and all that? Uh, 20 hours is a pretty long stretch. I drive overnights every day, but uh, but I don't do 20 hours straight. Right, right. Yeah, dude, because Hank, whenever he's driving, he puts toothpicks in his eyes, dude. I don't know how he does it, dude. I used that tape. Yeah, dude, that's even better. That dude, that's a hundred mile an hour tape. Well, man, dude, yeah, it's been an adventure going across the country twice, or yeah. in the middle, then back, and then across. Yeah, and even though we weren't able to get Gendro for this week, I was able. Uh, I'm going to link up here in a few minutes with Jamie from Australia, and I know you got a chance to meet him. And dude, that crazy bloke's ass. Flew all the way there. Yeah, he's had cool. like he's he's talking about. I'm on holiday. I go no, that's vacation, man. You were in America. We don't call it holiday. That's a Madonna song. <laughs> I wonder if it's a. I wonder if it's a topper over there, dude. It's, it's not. It's dude. It's neither. I. You know what? We got to get the ruling on that, Randy. Canopy. Hey, it's a canopy over there. You got to ask him, Jay. Ask him what it is, bro. Yeah, because dude, that's dude. I'm telling you, all the Maryland guys are talking about the Mason Dixon line where it's a shell. Or a, a or a topper. I'm like, come on, man. You know, but it you was get, pretty cool. That he couldn't bring his truck, so they put a. I don't. It wasn't a full size banner, but a huge banner of his truck in a parking spot in between a couple of, of uh, in the camber lineup. It was pretty cool. I saw that. I was scratching my head at first. I was like, holy shit! How much was I that? I believe he also got the furthest away, the distance award. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to tell Mike. If he could do a hologram for his truck, he could save all the gas going to the shows. You know. <laughs> And it's a he'll have the first hologram rendering, you know. Just put a big banana out there; no one will know, <laughs> dude. And it's gonna have gold wing doors, man. So, 
But, uh, dude, Randy and you guys, drive safe, dude. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And like I said, man, just get home safe because I want to see that dually, man. Yes, sir. We're keeping the rubber side down. Hey, stay safe, dude. And, uh, man, just have fucking fun, bro. Talk to you in 2,500 miles. Yeah, we'll talk to you in 2,500 miles. We out you. All right, dog. See you, man. See you later. So, man, that was cool linking up with them. Let's call Jamie now from Australia. I think he's back. I think he's back. Uh, maybe he's still here. I don't know, but he told me to call him, and uh, I hope I'm not going to ring up all my, my bill charges. I mean, how much is this a minute? Yo, yo, so check this out. I mentioned a minute ago, uh, we, we ended with the crazy blokes, I'll call them, from Florida, and it was pretty cool uh, talking with them, and I mentioned I wasn't going to be able to get Brian Gendro for this week, but I did reel in another big fish, Jamie Smith from Australia. Welcome from Down Under. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How you all doing? Good, man. I know you guys get tired of me saying Down Under, but you know I'm a big Crocodile Dundee fan, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. My, my knife will always be bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. Listen, <laughs> I thought it was mind-blowing. Now, we've seen severed guys. We've seen some NC guys come from Australia and New Zealand. Don't get me wrong, Japan. Shout out to everybody worldwide. But what an epic trip. You came for Slamboree. Talk to us a little bit about the planning. How long did it take for you to kind of figure out that you're actually going to come for the 30th NC deal? Well, I, I can be honest. When we did the 25th anniversary in 2017, 2018, 20, yeah, 2017, I went to LST with about, I think there was 10 of us that went and we did the 25th anniversary and we always said we we're going to come back for something but when we weren't sure, then obviously COVID hit and that slowed up our, inter, inter, our international travelling and as soon as we sort of got cleared up from COVID, me and my wife were like, let's just book it, I'm going for the 30th, I don't care who comes with me, whether it be a family holiday or just the weekend at Tulsa, I didn't care. But it ended up being four weeks in America and I'm tired. I've only been back in Australia for about 24 hours and I haven't wow. caught up with sleep. But um, it was amazing. The holiday was epic. I was I was in America for three and a half weeks before I got to Tulsa and I've driven a car. I probably did 3,000 miles myself. Holy I've been shit. That's like not even a Ale vacation. That's like a, uh, that's like a job almost. Dude. <laughs> I actually had an argument with my wife halfway through the holiday and said, when are we going to stop and sit and just take in the scenery? Because this is not a holiday. This is out of control. Up at 6, 7 o'clock every day, Universal Studios, Disney for the kids. And, man, it was mental. But I'm back, and I'll never forget it. It was an amazing time. And, yeah, it was good to get to the 30th. I got to hang out with some rad dudes, and they definitely know who us Aussies are. They Every person I spoke to respects an Aussie that's in mini trucking, and obviously the NC guys, they do too. So it's been amazing. Yeah, tip of the cat, this is kind of an NC episode to a certain extent, and then I'm calling it uh, 300 episodes in recording because it's our 300th uh, episode, and that's a little spinoff the NWA album. We're talking to Jamie Smith. On Instagram, it's J-M-E-D-A, number one, altogether. I've been wanting to link up with you for a while, when yes. when you think about how mini trucking is worldwide, and Randy said earlier, you know, 
what a great club NC is, and and I have a lot of respect for the club I'm in, Severed. You know, you can go across the world, halfway across the world, and hang out with good people, drink some beer. It's it. Those those always open, brother. Yeah, speak exactly. Appreciate that. Speaking of like the show Slambury, like talk to us a little bit about some of the fun moments that you had there. My highlight. I'll give you my highlight. <laughs> yep. So it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I actually didn't make it across for Sunday. I've got two highlights. On Friday, was just there having a good time, helping everyone set up their trucks and pulling trucks off trailers. And because obviously, there's been a few people that I've met along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, Jason Pang is a, a close friend now. We met at um, SEMA 10 years ago. Then you got Big D and Bobby. I've got so much time for all those guys. I always help them out when I can. And Big D and Bobby have been to Australia a few times and they've come to East Coast Cruise. And yeah, but but everything but my highlight i guess for saturday afternoon would be nc ducky he let me drive his um blue apache from the show back to the the casino where we're staying and i'm not shitting you man that truck rolls <laughs> we're doing 100 110 mile an hour and in australia i know it's not miles over here but to do that sort of speed on a freeway is ridiculous 100 kilometers an hour 65 mile an hour would be what everyone sits at maybe a little bit faster, 70. We're doing 100 and 110 mile an hour. And he, I'm driving. He's telling me to push it. It was – I'll never forget it. Thank you, Ducky. It was amazing. And I can't wait to have you over here and have a steer in my truck. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, he's uh, one of my fellow guys in the south, right? I mean, NC, of yeah, course, yeah. but NC Duck, he's been on. And uh, just a good dude. Love chatting and slapping hands with him. You know, so he's one yeah. of my fellow southerners, you know what I mean? And um, yeah. when – when you think about the club having been around 30 years, right, and you think about the accomplishment, you know, last year, Relaxed Atmosphere, they celebrate their 30th. This year is Severed and NC. What's it mean to you to be in the club um, and, and represent with all your brothers and sisters? Well, I've been in since 2001. So Jamie Starling came to Australia and started a chapter over here, and he's the president of Australia. And I'd like to think I'm the president of the, our sub-state, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um you got me, man. It's just, it's brotherhood, isn't it? Like, it's just all like-minded people doing the same thing. Everyone's pushing hard to make their stuff better than everybody else's. Regardless of the journey these guys are on, we're all at the, going to the same destination. It's, 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 yeah, I, you've, you've got me. Yeah, well I, I, I just love it. I, I, I push NC pretty hard over here, and I'm sure people see that on social media. It's, in Australia, to have mini trucks is obscure. I'll say it that way because there's so many bogans and so many dudes over here that don't get the whole pickup thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I know in Australia, we don't really call them trucks, but they are trucks as such. But mini trucks in Australia, it's it's different to America. Yep, it is. And, and I remember um, I would write uh, features for Slammed Mag when Mike was really pushing that, Alexander, and I, yeah. I wrote one that was a full size, and I think Brian Good from Grinder TV had shot it. And I guess, like, even a full size Chevy pickup, keep me honest, like, those, I mean, you know, we've talked to some guests in the past, but like, those are even rare, right? So, like you said, the pickup stuff, you know, trucks in yeah, general well, are kind of like it, not what they're here. It's probably changed in the last five years, like, a lot of importing's happening. And okay. There's a, there's a gentleman by the name of John Flanders that started Pickup Trucks Australia Instagram page, and that's sort of, I believe, that's pushed a lot more people to buy pickups. But it's not the whole full-size airbag truck thing. 
it's it's not huge over here. Yep. Mini trucks, I can say, yeah, there's heaps, but like, and it's one of those things. If you're not in the scene, you don't know about it. Yep. So, if you were to drive around in Melbourne or even Australia and see one cruising, you're, that's a highlight. That's you, you'll never see one again. Everyone sort of keeps themselves and yep. You know, but there's, I think there's 45 members in Negative Canberra in Australia. Holy crap! I was the I was the only guy that got to Slambury this year. COVID wasn't nice to a lot of people and. Some of the other, the founding member Jamie in Australia, he, he lost his job, so he couldn't get across oh, either. So, damn. yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things. It's we would have loved everyone to turn up, but the the economic fall of the whole world has just stopped yeah. it for everyone. But yeah, it's different. what do you think? Yeah, exactly. Now we're talking with um, Jamie Smith from Australia. I want to give a huge shout out to my brothers down there, uh, a couple of them. But Bob, if you think about Bobbin. Uh, his nickname, yep. of course, and then you think about Toasty, right? Well, you know, Toasty, I, yep. I want to get Bobbin on, but when you think about like what you said, um, the brotherhood and stuff like that, and how hard what we say, like go hard in the paint, right? Uh, in in yep. America, when you think about how how hard you guys go in the paint as far as building cool stuff down there, uh, I even think about like oftentimes Bobbin's Izuzu, right, the Holden. And how yeah, well, epic he, he, that was! He actually I mean, hasn't got it at the moment, right? I heard I heard he was going to sell it, right? Yeah, it's sold. Yeah, it's sold. So, but I wanted to give a shout out to them. Now, also think about good, this. Good people. Good people. Yeah, they are. They are. They are our brothers. And I'll tell you, Toasty has looked out multiple times. I do want to get Bob it on. Um, but Jasmine Green, dude. Yeah, she out was of control. the only interview that I've ever done at that early in the morning. She worked with me to work. Like I got up like at five or six one day in the morning here, and she was yep. you know getting off work or whatever. But tell me, I mean, I know, you know, we're talking about Slambury and Negative Camber and stuff, but we got to give a shout out to her, man. I mean, what an amazing mini trucker she is. Epic. She is, she does everything herself. She does not, even her boyfriend does not help her build her cars. Like, she's out of control, doing motor trimming, painting, the whole lot. She's... I'm just gonna say this: She needs her own TV freaking show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that won't that won't happen in Australia. But. <laughs> right, right. Well, she needs to move here in America. Yeah, that's it. You mentioned Jamie. Okay, so um, I I do want to say again. I know you know you guys with with so much respect um, hold Lori Starling in in your hearts. You know, and um, he passed away in 2014. Um, you know, we yes. just we just had you know unfortunately that anniversary on the 24th. It was actually at, at the thirtieth anniversary party. There was two tables oh my God. at the front of the room that had all the wow. past members. Three, uh, six per side. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow, that is that's. And when I when I do eventually have Brian um, uh, Gendro on to talk about his legacy, it's one of the questions that I'm going to tie in is if you think about like the, when you think about the chop shop, those three words, right? That epic kind of name for a shop, you know, and that's what his legacy carried that on and that's what you know Lori was kind of running my understanding like under that name for the chop shop and stuff but just a talent taken way way too soon man yes definitely and and i appreciate and I, and coming on to talk about him in the past i mean dude what yeah. a what a stand-up guy he seemed like so aaron gregory that was Lori's sidekick at the shop and myself are pretty much best mates and really aaron and i yeah we shoot the breeze all the time about Lori. no definitely yeah. A gentleman that we should, yeah, we miss him. Much love and respect. So, um, Jamie, I wanted to ask you about this. So, when you, like, I know, not to go down this whole crazy bunny trail, but like in Australia, right, you guys, you know, 
we hear like you're going through droughts and you know the world like you said with COVID and stuff it's a little different now when you came to America and you did your thing right not your first time here did you kind of like do, do things seem more relaxed here like what was the feeling yeah. like being here Def- definitely so I landed in LA well, I'm home now so it was four weeks trip hypothetically I landed in LA and drove from LA to I went through Anaheim and I stopped at San Diego for a bit and stopped at Palm Springs. There was no one wearing masks. There was no talk of COVID. The only thing that sucked a little bit was, goddamn, Palm Springs is hot as hell. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there, but I've heard. <laughs> oh, man. And we drove the back road into Palm Springs through the Coachella Trail and oh, drove wow. down that real windy road that comes in the back mountain. And we stopped at the top of the mountain. I swear it felt like I was opening my oven to look at the roast in and there was no way I could shut the door. That's how hot it was. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, Australia gets hot too, but it's probably a different heat. Uh, it's, it's just, we get, uh, I shouldn't say that. When I was in Tulsa, Tulsa really reminded me a lot of Melbourne weather, the humidity and whatever, but Palm Springs, yeah, we don't get that. Yeah, yeah, got it. So you, you did see that it was like a little bit more relaxed, but like, you know, yeah. you being from, no. from Australia, did you feel like comfortable and stuff? Or were you guys like, damn, man, these Americans are crazy? No, no. Oh, well, obviously, because I've been there before, it was comfortable. But <laughs> the only time I wasn't comfortable, I shouldn't say this. The only time I wasn't comfortable was when I was in San Diego. I did some research on the internet and found a low-rider cruise night in one of the back streets. <laughs> and I w- <laughs> so I went and had a look. Damn, man, like talking like an American, I was the only white cracker there. <laughs> Oh, like that well, was that was scary. Like I was like, I'm gonna get stabbed or shot. Yeah, if I don't did get you? Out of here were, you stuck. were you claiming bloods or bloods or crips that night? Oh no, severed or NC. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't sure, but yeah, I, I stayed to myself on the corner, and I reckon I sat there for three hours just watching people cruise around, low riders hopping, and I've never seen nothing like that in Australia. So I made the most of it. If you look at Jamie's Instagram, J M E D A number one. One thing that I thought was cool is, and and I think this is well deserved. You had oh. you had kind of tricked like a ruse. You tricked a couple people with the printout. So talk about that. But you also <laughs> did win again. Tip of the cap, long distance, and damn it, I'm glad you did. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had a bit of a joke with Aaron Gregory before I left to come to Slambury to to say, imagine I could get my truck on display in America. And he goes, why don't we print a sign? I'm like, okay. So I had a a massive vinyl print of my truck done that was like three and a half meters by two meters around about, which was pretty much life size of the vehicle. Um, I got Bobby and Big D to get some PVC piping and stuff to make it stand for it. And we clipped the vinyl print on it and set it up at the show. And yeah, it was a bit of a laugh. So I'm hypothetically the only Australian to have a truck at a mini truck show in America. That That's super <laughs> cool, man. It really is. I did look into the price. It would have cost me close to forty grand Australian to get my truck there and back. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm down. You know, I'm we're sitting here complaining about gas prices and stuff. You're like, oh yeah, it could be 40, 40 Australian, like nah, forty yeah. k, forty k, which is, which is every. I'm just trying to think the calculation. So every time I spent money when I was in America, one one American dollar cost me a dollar forty five Australian. Wow crazy but yeah and and that was once a- in a lifetime opportunity once in a lifetime so yeah the other reason why you know that we get along i think is if you look through jamie's instagram like you know you're into a lot of the culture stuff i'm into right i've always yep. thought it was intriguing you know brandon burrell shout out to brandon here in america uh he likes shoes a lot too right 
But I was always curious, is the shoe culture, and I know this is probably a stupid question, but is the shoe culture and the Jordan stuff, is it just as big down there as it is yes, here? Yes, 100% just as big. And we have we have shoe stores and stuff like you guys have, like Undefeated. And yep. I actually had a chance to go to the Coliseum when I was in Vegas and go to Urban Necessities, which is a bit of a highlight for me. Wow. The, the, it's the same. If you want a, a retro cup Jordan, one, three, four, five. I'm just trying to think of the other Jordan sizes that are harder to get. Sevens. If if you you can't physically realistically go to a shop and buy them here in Australia, you have to enter raffles and you have to buy them online. Yeah. You will not get you will not get them in a store. Yeah, and you guys don't have that stupid sneaker uh, sneaker app that everybody hates here in America. It's like. It's like the no, Nike we have app. It. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> we, you know, everybody gets an L every time. <laughs> yeah, well, we – I actually have more luck on that app than what I do on Foot Locker in Australia. Foot Locker, I'm the one that scores the L all the time. Yeah. It's just everyone's using their – what do they call them? Bots, and they do it all electronically and whatever. But, yeah, I haven't got a bad collection. I'm doing all right. Yeah, you got some cool stuff. Now, talk to us about – um I know we're jumping all over the place, but I think like I want to value the time because I know you just got back. I don't want to keep you too long. No, it's all good. But you know we can chat a couple minutes. Um, to Mark Larkin, I want to give him a huge shout out because Mark, you know, yeah. I talked to him. We've had yeah, him on. Yeah, and he's Mark, got. Yeah, Mark he, actually lives fifteen minutes from my house. Yeah, so I I was hoping you guys lived by each other. Like he's got um the the love for the bikes, man. Oh, uh, you have no idea. I'm, if I could give, give you a sum of money to sum up Mark Larkin, I wouldn't do it to him. But I know for a fact how much he spent, and it's out of control. <laughs> I know, right? And and that's the cool thing. Like when I think of you know some of you guys, and we've chatted you know through Instagram a lot, a little bit over the phone now. But you know, you guys got cool trucks. You guys got your careers. You but you got your other hobbies, whether it's shoes, old school BMX. What are some of the other things that you might be into that you don't post about? That that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, well, I've I've got my career. I, I do transport refrigeration as a job of a salesman. I've been there for twenty three years. Wow! But I'm an auto electrician by trade. So any spare time that I have, I'm always out fixing someone's car or rewiring a vehicle really? or something. Like I'm, yeah, I'm very hands on. I can. I'm an all rounder. I'm a. I wouldn't say I'm as good as jazz because no one's as good as jazz. Right. I say it that way. But I can do everything as well. I've got a sh- I've got a shop full of sheet metal tools. I've got rollers, folders, bead rollers, guillotines. I'm set up as well. So it's it's funny, man. In Australia, when you're in the scene, you'd be surprised how many actually people build their own stuff. So Clunker, I've had for sixteen or seventeen years now. It's been on the road for. No, that's that on the road thing is a bit different because I built the truck like three different times and I took it out and showed it and brought it back and pulled it apart and then painted the chassis and brought it back and pulled it apart and then had wow. the car painted. And so the car's been built, pulled apart three times and put back together. But like even this morning I had clunker out cause it needed tires. So I went and did tires this morning, but it's, it's one of those things like I, I like to see myself as a guy that drives my truck everywhere. I take it. I don't trailer it and jazz is the same, but you, you look, I was actually blown away of the designs of trailers and stuff when I was in Tulsa of how many vehicles people bring at any one time, the big goosenecks and stuff. We don't yes. have that yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, that that's something. That's a topic I haven't talked about. But, yeah, here 
with the big trucks and the dualies and the goosenecks and three, four car oh, trailers. Man. It's insane. Now, insane. Insane. We're talking with Jamie, and again, please go follow him on Instagram. But uh, here's what I wanted you to mention, though. You talked about your truck. Give us the quick lowdown, the make, model, all that stuff, because Clunker. Uh, is the name of it, but I want people to kind of get a visual for what truck we're talking about because it's an epic uh, truck that it's people a, love here. Yeah, it's a Silver 1964 F1 body. F, start again. 1964 F100. It's not a unibody, and it is right-hand drive. It's Australian-delivered. Um, it now resides on a Holden panel van chassis with a 1990 Commodore-injected 5-liter on it, which is now Vortex supercharged. So it's a... It's a bitter, and that's where Clunker come from because it's got bits of every car and model known to man on it. <laughs> it's Australian-based. There isn't anything in that truck that's American. Everything is from here. So it's got a chop shop full link in it, which Laurie built way back in the piece, which I don't wow. think a lot of people know that. And that's a bit of a – how can I explain it? That, that truck's not going nowhere because it's got yeah. stuff that Laurie made in it. Everything else on that chassis, all the front suspension I did myself, all the chassis notch, the narrowing, everything I did myself. I had a, a friend of mine by the Max McGuinness, a friend of mine by the Max McGuinness that painted the chassis for me. And I did all the bodywork myself. And a, a guy that lives close to my house had just started the panel shop and he needed a truck or a car to try his spray booth out and he charged me $1,000 to paint it. So the car and all isn't expensive, but... It's everything here is from Australia and any part that can fix it is Australian. So if I was to bring that to America realistically, I probably wouldn't get it fixed over there. <laughs> yeah, it is sick. I, I want you guys to check it out because the, the C-L-U-N-K-R, that hashtag, but also um, you'll see that airbrushed on the truck. What I think is cool is it reminds me of a unibody. So shout out to my friend Tom, um, Tom Bennett negative camber florida down south here he's building a sick f100 okay unibody right people love the unibodies but this one to me it has that vibe but i'm telling you what these trucks tuck like no other i mean do you see that rear wheel the way the wheel wheel opening is man it looks so so good jamie i got 22 12s on the rear and you can't even see them dude <laughs> i should have just put i should have just put steel wheels on it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly or or what i always used to joke put some steel wheels and then airbrush the bottom of the wheel so you're like yeah those are <laughs> those are ten thousand dollar wheels you know yeah um oh uh, which, which, like talking talking about wheels when i was at slambury uh-huh. I, i'm blown away at these fat fab stuff this the 30 inch billets oh my god yeah yeah and the mexicans man Dude, they're, they're going just, hard in the paint, bro. Mate, the, the trucks are amazing. They're like jewelry boxes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, that's something that I love talking about in the past guests. You know, we've had Sloan on and, and different folks, even Toasty. Yeah. And I yeah. love the different dialect that we have and the different words, right? And, you know, like you say, jewelry boxes, like, hey, it's very shiny. It's got all the cool, cool bells and whistles and stuff. But the one that always gets me is when I would watch Wheeler Dealers. You know, and they talk about the bonnet, the door cards, and stuff like that. Are you ever <laughs> amazed? Like, do you ever laugh at what we call shit? <laughs> yeah, always. It's and it's the <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about this. I don't use the word very often, but the C bomb word when I come to America, <laughs> it's 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 like you guys are going to shoot each other if that word's said. We say it over here intimately, like. <laughs> right, like like what's up, just, my homie? And over there, it's like yeah, what's up, yeah. you C word. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and it's and when I, <laughs> when we're at the NC dinner and they did like this countdown of the years who's been in NC the longest, and I I stood up because I, as I said I was joined in two thousand and one. And when I stood up, there was like 20 people in the background. That's it, your Aussie C. Go, your Aussie C. <laughs> no, it was awesome. What was funny is when Sloan was here, and he kind of was here for a smaller show that RA Florida was throwing back in the year, uh, back in the back in the day. And um, Sloan, I think, was in Aftermath, I want to say. And yes. what was funny is he had this, like, you know, real thick – Australian accent, which is cool, you know, because here, so I asked him, I go, dude, I know you're single and stuff, but like when you're going out to the bars and stuff, I said, the lady's got to be just jumping all over you. And uh, he, he was like, yeah, he goes, hey, you know, basically it's, it's very easy because, you know, the women think it's sexy and all that stuff, but it is cool. Like you guys have that distinctive um, accent. Yes. But, and then I think the other way, all these Texas and Louis, Louis, yeah, I can't even get the words out. Louisiana guys have got that country twang yes. my wife was freak- they were freaking out about how they were saying stuff yeah i think there's that someone explained it to me because um you know there's nc duck and you know he, one of his good friends is um val is um the guy that builds the duel I, i'm drawing a blank but but nc duck uh, scooby. scooby scooby thank you thank you but scooby he has a you know he has that that i, I think they say it's like the friend the french version of the accent cuz you'll talk to some people from those different areas and they call them parishes and whatever and man yeah, it scooby's, is scooby's pretty hard to understand yeah it's it, yeah it, it's like you got to kind of you know and uh, i mean it's no disrespect i'm but i just think like man it's um you know it's well, it's, 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 it's different it, so I think Duck and myself get on really well because of how fast we speak and we can keep up with each other. When everyone else is around that, like Camber John, if he's in the scene and we're all talking, he's lost, man. He can't keep up, keep up with us at all. Yeah he, yeah. he tries. He tries. You can watch him looking at each person in the conversation, trying to keep up with the conversation. Yep. Yep. When, when we hear about, because I got to ask you this, when we hear about the droughts and stuff, I know Australia is a huge continent, right? And I know yes. I've heard things over the years like there's even, you know, it's like a small percent. There's a lot of land there. It's kind of like Canada or Alaska here, where you know yes. it's a big, it's a big man last or man um, ma- land mass, but it not it's not all inhabited, right? But like you guys are going through in some areas, like like epic once in a lifetime droughts, right? Well, then it's funny you say that, like the droughts all went through and then it went the whole reverse cycle. We got that much downpour of rain. We had flooding and really? and also like, that was the start. Uh, when was that? That was the start of this year where to the point where underground car parks were filling up, filling up with water and Fuck. yeah, it was mental. Yeah, it's and then wacky. So I'm, I'm really south. Like I'm, I'm half an hour west of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. And like, yeah, we get rain. And yeah, we get hot, but I think I'm in probably one of the safest areas when it comes to flooding and all that sort of stuff myself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to look it up right now on Google Maps, Victoria, uh, Australia, right? Yeah, the suburb I live in is called Werribee. Yeah, so for those that are kind of listening uh, right now, Victoria. So yeah, I mean, that's like basically the southern, eastern, I don't want to say tip, but like basically that's just south of you is that Tasmania. Yeah, yeah, which isn't just south. It's a you got to catch a boat overnight to get to Tasmania. It's not a right, right, ride. right, right. It's not like a skip. Yeah, yeah. That's where the Tasmanian devil lives from the cartoons. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Um, when I wrote the feature, I think Brian Good, uh, Brian Good uh, from Grinder TV. Shout out to homie. Yeah. I of, remember. Of yeah. yeah, I remember. I think it was something to do with the guy lived in the Gold Coast. So, you know, I looked up some things and lyrics and trying to piece together a story to write this feature, and it was pretty cool. But I remember looking up on Google Maps the Gold Coast, which I know is a, a far away from you. It's, you know, east yeah, and then so. very far north. But, you know, what a beautiful place that looked like on freaking Google yeah. Maps. Yeah. Gold Coast reminds me of LA, but LA is just a little bit more grittier. <laughs> right, right. The. The other thing I wanted to mention is, or ask you, in Australia, for instance, right, you got this huge continent. Are most, like, are there shows, like, would you ever drive or go to Western Australia? I mean, that's, like, a cr clear across the country. Like, how far would yeah. you go to a show there? Well, that, Western Australia from my house is a three-day three drive, hypothetically. Three days, wow. Yeah. So, obviously, that's stopping and sleeping and going, but you, you, could, do, you could probably do it in a day and a half, two days if you went nonstop. But... As for driving the shows, my truck goes to Jindabyne, East Coast Cruise, driven every year, which is between 10 and 12 hours. Wow. So, my, as I said, I don't trailer my truck. I drive it. And it's had some spills. I've, I've taken the wrong turn once. One year, Shingo from Custom Truck Magazine was in Australia, and he stayed at my house for East Coast Cruise. And we drove him to East Coast. The, we hope we'll try to do the short way, but the short way turned into a disaster, and I actually drove my truck 200 kilometers over the top of Mount Kosciuszko the wrong way and broke the exhaust off and the harmonic balancer slipped on the keyway on the crankshaft and I had a 15 kilometers short of Jindabyne. I ran out of fuel and I had, Jind uh, had Shingo with me the whole time and it was a mission. It was an accident. My maps took me the wrong way. It was a shit weekend because lots of things broke on my truck and then Shingo rode home with somebody else back to my house, and on my way home, I broke the bottom left-hand ball joint on the front side of my suspension Holy with shit. my wife in the car and skittled off the road. And, yeah, I've had some fun in the truck. That was a shit weekend. I never really want to talk about that again, but I think some guys would have seen there's a photo of my truck blown apart on the side of the freeway, which was the two years after that where my exhaust broke and melted all my airlines to my gauges and my truck slowly fell to the ground and couldn't lift up anymore. So Holy shit. I had to pull it apart and, um, <laughs> yeah, fold the airlines back with some cable ties and lock them up and put the tub back on and get the hell home. I was still six hours from home, but I got it back, which was good. Just that, that one time the weekend before, or the year before, I should say, was the worst one where the truck actually went home on the tilt train. I went home on the train. So, yeah. Wow. I've got yeah. some history in that car. Yeah, it's 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 crazy to me to think like you know the the dedication that you guys have like what you're saying right you go to these shows you drive far you know you run into the same hiccups we do and then yep. you know we were at Lone Star Throwdown earlier this year our one of our favorite shows and you know we meet this guy Chris Mike Henry all the way from Germany and it was just oh, like yeah. mind blowing they're like oh we listen to the podcast and 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 that's the cool thing like about this truck community. Randy said it earlier talking about, you know, he's flying out to California and he's going along the way and he could sleep on someone's couch or, you know, slap hands with the homies in different states. And I that's think that's it. I think that's so important because like what you've established is, you know, sometimes hey, we do we all we it doesn't matter if you're here or in in, you know, Australia, we all run into challenges, but it's like how do you persevere, you know? Yes. And you, you have to 
you have to be mechanically sound to be able to fix some of these things because it's not a normal job for a normal not a normal job for a normal mechanic to do. I'll say it that way. Oh yeah. A few years ago there was a guy from New Zealand that was I think at the time petitioning for Severed. I don't know if we ever grew that chapter or whatever. But what's ironic is if you think for the listeners Australia if you look on Google Maps you'll see New Zealand New Zealand's pretty far away. Uh, that big island, but they, I don't know how much you know about down there, but they have a huge car culture. Yeah, massive, massive car culture. From mini trucks to JDM to stance to all of it. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. And, and I remember watching um, a show on TV. It's a detail company product, and they go around the world to different shows. And they were, they were there, and they did an episode where they talked about how much the – American car culture like they do these parades and like you would see the parade and it looks like they're in America because they try to kind of replicate some of the stuff they want the muscle cars but it's crazy because that's just a huge island way off you know the coast of Australia yeah and it's only it's tiny it's tiny compared to Australia yeah and have you ever I know this is turning into like my Australia questions but uh the Great Barrier Reef and all that stuff like is that something that you guys would go as you guys call it if the listeners don't know when they say holiday that's like us saying vacation is that something you guys would would go and do yeah, yeah, and see that definitely, stuff definitely always doing coastal tours and stuff like that like I don't always just do a holiday that includes mini truck and I try and do lots of different things yeah see I like that man yeah. No, I've got to do the. Well, I've got my daughter's seventeen, nearly eighteen, and I guess this American holiday will hypothetically be her last family holiday because she probably won't go ever again when she turns eighteen. But my son's ten; he loved it. He had a bit of a cry when we were leaving Tulsa. He goes, "Dad, I want to. I don't want to go home yet. I'm loving this holiday." So, made me feel good. Made me made me feel like it was some good memories made. Oh yeah, yeah, and we have some good followers, um, you know, around the world, and it's cool because. You know, like I said, we've we've linked up because of the Severed and NC connection, but you know, we have other things in common, just like Mark with the old school bikes, and he's got some very very cool stuff. Um, I I guess kind of in closing, it's been fun to kind of just go off topic, right, and talk about different stuff. But you yeah. know, was there anything else you wanted to share about when you came here, um, or you know, the, your time um, at Slambury? Oh, the so on the Sunday, which I didn't make it into the show. I got a phone call off um, RBJ. I actually won the longest distance travel trophy from Slambury. So there, now that trophy is uh, residing in Australia and it's had its longest journey as well. So I'm pretty happy about that as well. That's sick, dude. Yeah, and again, shout out worldwide to NC, Severed, Relaxed Atmosphere, you know, No Regrets, Acro, all these clubs, uh, even the smaller clubs because, again, you know, it's it's amazing to think that mini trucking started kind of out of the seventies into the eighties, and arguably even before, because like Ernie Macias, rest in peace, he wrote yeah. an article years ago talking about mini trucks really started in the late fifties, right, out of Japan. Yep. And then, of course, in America in the late seventies, you start having the high gas prices, and then you know, if you look at the old mini truck ads uh, for mini trucks, you'll see like they were getting 37, 39 miles a gallon in the late seventies, which is insane. Yeah. So, but, but anyways, to say all that, what's cool is that we've been able to connect worldwide with people and we're all just enthusiasts, man. Yep. Here, there and everywhere is what we say over here. Yeah. 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 I love it, man. Well, why don't you end, why don't you end us cut a little promo? Hey everybody, this is Jamie Smith from negative Canberra, Australia. You're listening to our lifestyle, the podcast, you fucking cunts.
Dude, perfect, man. Perfect. Hey, <laughs> and to all the listeners, uh, you know, we're not trying to offend. We're trying to have fun, right? I mean, that's just the, the different cultures <laughs> yeah. and whatever. But, dude, it's listen. The C words, it's, it's all about there's, there's, there's two types of people in this world, good cunts and bad cunts. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Dude, get some rest, man. Um, I know you probably had to take a good amount of holiday, a.k.a. vacation. Are you going to have a couple more days to rest before you go back, or uh, are you back well, now? Today, today is Thursday in Australia, and I didn't go back to work till Monday. Okay, I actually, good. I, as I was saying earlier, I've been with my company for 23 years, so I'm on long service leave. So I'm using four weeks up, and I'm going to make sure every moment counts. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. Well, listen, man. I know you were out getting tires earlier and doing your thing. Thank you so much, dude, for taking a little bit of time. And it's been no cool to actually all, connect over the phone and hear your, your crazy voice, man. I love it. What are you talking about? You're the one with the crazy voice. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> listen, my brother uh, from ST, Florida, to all of you guys down there in Australia, NC, and NC Worldwide, I'm glad you guys had fun at Slamboree. Stay on no, the ride. the best. And we're going to hit you guys with another episode in about a week or so. Thank you. Be good, you blokes. <laughs> all right, mate. 